0: Everybody, if you're listening at home, take time to do a big stretch. I like to do a big stretch where I use my hands on the arms of my chair to lift my body out of my chair, and then my spine just sort of droops. And mm. that usually cracks a lot of vertebrae in the bottom of my back.
1: Mm. Yum, 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 yum. Wait, did you hear her? Well, my name's Augusta.
0: My name's Eva.
1: And this is the Phenomena podcast. And this week, we're going to be talking to you about multiple and parallel universes. Now, this is part of our larger arc about science and ghosts, but I don't know. This episode may diverge significantly into um, physics and theory, and then we'll bring it back around. So just stick with us, okay? Just...
0: Yeah, bear with us.
1: Keep your Spotify running so that we can get coin. <laughs> just kidding. We don't make
0: <laughs> Yeah, <this>. our new. <laughs> so, Podbean offered us a monetization just for the fans to know, and we declined it because obviously it's like literally one cent a month or something. It's because we like we're DIY and listens. because we're punk. <laughs> yeah because we're diy and punk we declined it no but now we have just like a running joke that we did accept it so we need everyone to constantly run us on spotify so that we can make four cents please (laughs) like hey i really want to run to the dollar store this afternoon so if you could just listen to the podcast like 65 (laughs) times
1: (laughs) i'm saving up to buy a coffee
0: yeah i need bodega coffee i need <laughs> coffee with muffin 250 special um so if you could listen to the podcast just like thirty thousand times oh just like God. open it on 30 different browsers oh and leave it playing overnight so
1: that <laughs> <laughs> you are how people used um, to like put a rubber band with a rock on their game boys so they could walk infinitely in pokemon and hatch eggs it's like that <laughs> so Parallel universes versus multiple universes. Is that what you said?
0: Yes. You said – Okay. Well, parallel universes, they're all considered parallel universe theories. And then they all – there's four of them. It's generally accepted in physics that there's like four types of parallel universe ideas. Um, I'm going to start with the fourth one and work backwards to the first one because I feel like the fourth one and the third one are pretty digestible. And the second one and the first one – Not so much. Um, So the fourth one, um, the fourth like level, um, it's usually written like Roman numeral IV, is controversial yet simple, and it simply states that (laughs) controversial yet brave, and it simply states yes, (laughs) like me, controversial yet simple. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It simply states that any (laughs) fuck any universe that (laughs) I cannot believe if you told anyone I knew that age 24 I would be sitting in front of like a $75 microphone and explaining string theory oh my god like who would ever listen to me explain string theory (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god! I can think of a few people: my boyfriend, oh, my mom, my our friend Kristen, who's a listener of the show. So far, that's it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Laugh break. We fourth- recover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking fourth theory of parallel universe simply states that any universe that's mathematically possible or could be imagined could exist. That's yes. it. So if you can imagine it, or you can write it, or you can construct it, or you can work it out on paper mathematically, it's possible that it exists. That's easy, right? Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, that's controversial just because people who really need a firm grounding for their theories, it's, it's not very, you know, that's not very founded. It's more like a philosophical way of approaching something.
1: Let's just say this is so basic, but a universe, the universe being the entirety of observable, measurable, and predictable space that we conceivably mm-hmm. live in physically, right? hmm Like, there's the galaxy, and there's the solar system, and there's the universe, and that's, like, all the galaxies and all the solar systems and everything in it, right?
0: Oh, you're defining a
1: universe? I'm just trying to get my head around it, because I think that it's...
0: Okay. I think a more useful thing to define would be the Hubble volume. Are you familiar?
1: Mm, I was reading about it, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. So the Hubble volume is a unit that's used to talk about parallel universes and universes. The Hubble volume is basically like the maximum amount – that you can observe based on the laws of the speed of light and the expansion of space. And like, right. like, so if the universe was created 14 billion years ago in the big bang, you can only see 14, you know, we can only perceive things that are 14 right. billion light years away because right. we've only had 14 billion years to get that light coming to us. So that's right. the Hubble bubble, but it's not called a bubble. <laughs> it should, should be. be missed opportunity. It's the, that's the Hubble volume.
1: Right. Okay. So that's what we can consider to be a universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. So that's the fourth theory, and and that's controversial because it's, yeah, more like a philosophical concept or a thought experiment. It's unprovable. Mm -hmm. Correct. And it's not really mathematically interactable. It's just like saying God could exist if you could imagine him, sort of. Totally. Totally. Clap if you believe in
0: fairies. What's three? So then... The third one is the one that you probably thought was parallel universes. So that's like the idea that every time you make a decision, you're splitting the universe um, into like all the possibilities of that decision, right? Right. So mathematicians and scientists don't really love the idea of splitting the universe. It's a, a helpful way to think of it like, oh, I'm creating these like divisions and potentials and like... That's how maybe like a video game works. Like that is the way that it can be expressed that is easy to understand. Mm-hmm. But in reality, in reality, quote unquote reality, um, but in actuality of the theory, it's that there are multiple universes and they are in superpositions of interacting with one another um, and you are like weaving through them as you make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes there is a universe where everything is exactly the same except for one quantum difference
1: um well a quantum difference this is what I was reading about that I found interesting so like and I'm sure so now we're is this number two that we're getting into now the idea of the superpositions no that's three that's still three okay Mm -hmm. um a quantum split is not you making a decision Right. There's a very specific thing that refers to what a quantum split might be and things that are quantum splittable. And a lot of it has to do with observation in a way that is a little bit beyond mm-hmm. my pay grade to understand. But it's not just that you make a choice. It's like what I was understanding from doing this reading that I didn't understand before, that I think you're making me think of with the concept of the superpositions, is that... Quantum theory does not state that every time you make a decision or a choice, the universe splits. It's that when there are quantum Mm -hmm. events, the universe splits. And that's a very specific set of physical rules, physical being physics, um, Mm -hmm. that apply to the universe and this study. And so this is why Schrodinger's cat is what it is. So Schrodinger's cat, obviously famous thought experiment proposed by Schrodinger that there's a cat in a box. In the box, there's also a vial or, you know, a container containing radioactive isotope, a single radioactive isotope. And I guess it's not necessarily a tripwire. It's like that there's the possibility that the atom in the radioactive isotope will decay. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, it'll smash some ass. whatever. There's like a, the cat will die. Mm-hmm. It is possible that within the next hour, the cat will die. And we could open the box and see if the cat is dead or not. Mm-hmm. But all that would do would tell us, would be to tell us which of the different quantum universes we are in, not eliminate the truth that the other one could exist.
0: That is right? an excellent way of explaining it. That's okay. fabulous. Yes, exactly. So the cat is in a superposition of of. Uh, Being alive and dead Um, and perceiving it just as when you test light for a wave, you'll find a wave. But when you test light for a particle, you'll find a particle. We talked about that a little last week. Mm -hmm. If you open a box and find an alive cat, all that tells you is that you're in the universe with the alive cat. It doesn't tell you. That there's not a universe where the cat is dead. Right. And some people believe that even the opening the box changes the very nature of the cat. Because if you never open the box, the cat remains in a superposition of both being alive and dead. I mean, obviously, you would hear the cat if you left it in a box for a long time, but where this is just a thought <laughs> experiment. So, <laughs> this isn't my cat who you can't put up in a box for 30 seconds without hearing him doing something weird. Yes. And some would say that even opening the box disrupts the very fabric of the universe by eliminating that superposition.
1: Right. And the superposition is a superposition because it's unobserved and the act of observation collapses it. Question Correct. Mark? Right. Okay. Yes and this is based on a classical model in which a cat is not an observer yes right okay yes understood excellent
0: excellent nuance to point out so yes so in model 3 level 3 phase 3 however you want mode 3 of parallel universes there are superpositions of different universes all coexisting simultaneously in an, in, in a space of infinite dimension mm-hmm. um and you're sort of it's Schrodinger's cat in your way through your whole life in and out of various universes. Right. So that's like that's the many worlds interpretation. Right. Basically. And mm-hmm. that's the one that you probably think of. You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah. sci-fi one kind of.
1: That's um, like we have to get to the world where Hitler won or whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, there's infinite universes, all of which are just, like, slightly different. Like, right. in Futurama, how there's two universes, this universe and cowboy universe. Exactly. Where everything's the same, except everyone's a cowboy.
1: Right. Um, I'm going to cut it's, that out, too. No, it, it is – that is the sci-fi. Yeah. That is the classic sci-fi one. Yeah. Um, soft sci-fi. I think hard sci-fi is less about that. But, like, that's the, like – christmas special what would the world be like if you yes. were dead
0: yes like, yes that's The
1: yeah that's the that's film the we watched christmas in childhood film. my friend martin about what had happened if martin luther king jr had not right. done what he did yeah exactly
0: right so now before we cross into levels one and two well we're still in level three and four of parallel universes so in levels three and four it's highly likely that you can interact with other universes. In fact, in level three, it's intrinsic to the nature of experience that you are Mm -hmm. interacting with many universes. So level three would have a strong affinity with a scientific explanation of ghosts being that ghosts are people who are in a parallel universe. Um, And level four, obviously, because it's a little more general and theoretical – Any math could explain ghosts. If you could come up with a mathematical and physical way to explain ghosts. So in level four, ghosts could be made of something like ectoplasm. They could be in something like ether. Um, They could be anything that you could theorize, anything that you could mathematically explain. In level Mm -hmm. three, um, ghosts could be, there could be a parallel universe in which people don't give up their form when they die. Um, There could be a parallel universe that is only memories of people. There could be a, a, I'm sorry that I said parallel for both of those. I meant like intersecting or whatever. Coexisting universe, another universe, another world where ghosts physically do exist. um, And that's how you experience them in your universe.
1: I was, maybe we should come back to this. You'll let me know what you think. But the idea that they are these intersecting super superimposed, superposed universes. Superposed. Superposed is one theoretical explanation of concepts like other realms, heaven and hell, mm-hmm. the fairy worlds. It's like the mm-hmm. D&D multi universe system
0: almost.
1: See? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where like if there's a realm where people go when they die... And then they come back. One potential, like if that's your visualization of it, then the level four explanation of it is there's a mathematical way that when we die, there is something called a soul, which you can measure on a quantum level that leaves your body and that soul goes somewhere and then that it's capable of return, whatever. And then, a, or whatever your version of that explanation is. And then on a level three mm-hmm. level, it would be that there is another universe which is superposed on ours at various locations and levels and whatever your explanation of that is but it's a universe in which the person who's dead is still alive or it's a universe in which the person who died made contact with that other universe as they were dying and maybe there was a slipped a slip or a rift or something and they're they're still at a cross section that kind of thing right yes we can return to that in more depth but I'm just definitely just to think through it okay and then yeah you're gonna talk about crossing the threshold.
0: So now we're going to cross from level three and four, which are not or which are the least based in string theory um, and in which universes are most likely to interact into levels two and one, which I won't spend too long on because they're not as supernatural. Um, So let me think about this. Level two, level two theories of parallel universes really actually do accurately uh really parallel does accurately describe them because in level two it is um impossible to reach other universes not So intersecting and they are not intersecting and they never could because of the eternal like inflation model of the universe's constant expansion so there are two ways to understand this one is that in the very beginning of the universes um, in the Big Bang, there were like quantum fluctuations that caused like bubble universes in the vacuum of space. And those bubble universes, as the name implies, cannot cross over with one another as space constantly expands. The other one, which is, I have to look at my notes. Please do. The other one, which is the ekpyrotic theory picture... Which is very string theory, and which previously, it most closely fits my previous beliefs of the universe, but I no longer believe this. Are you familiar with the string theory vocabulary word brain? Mm -mm. B R A N E. Okay. A brain, B R A N E, you can imagine it in your mind as a membrane, it's a three dimensional sheet, essentially. in a four-dimensional space. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that the universe exists when two three-dimensional brains, B-R-A-N-E, intersect with one another. Um, and that's often explained in the context of level two as, like, if you imagine hanging two sheets out to dry, there will be multiple spaces where those sheets or brains um, touch each other Um but there's space in between them, and then all, and then again, those little areas where the sheets are touching um, can't ever touch each other because that like vacuum of space between them is constantly expanding. So that is, oh, and I'm sorry. Also, the Ekpyrotic model. Some people believe that it doesn't involve inflation. It just is separate. Um, just picture the two sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is simply the best way to explain it because otherwise it's way too too much. So those two are distinct from another in uh, is distinct from one another but both within level 2. Um because of the difference in, in like the inflation idea. So the inflation idea also indicates that there would be an infinite number of uni- universes. Whereas the two brains colliding theory sort of suggests that a brain is a definite space that you can understand. And that there are a limit to those brains. Okay. okay. Then level one, I think is pretty easy to understand if you just try to stop yourself from overthinking it too much, which is just the idea that it's mathematic in the in mathematically infinite space worlds will repeat themselves. Just in the idea how people say, well, oh, of course statistically there must be alien life on other planets mm-hmm. or there must be another planet that's identical to Earth. It's just exactly like that but with universes. Right. right. And there's a possibility, this is where the Hubble volume comes in. There's a possibility that you could contact those other universes. Um, However, we haven't been able to do so yet and we haven't perceived them yet because they are more than 14 billion light years away. But when more billions of years pass and thus more light is able to be like is perceived by us over the next billions and millions of years, then we'll be able to perceive these other universes and potentially communicate with them using light, but it will take more than 14 billion years. So like possible, but also at the same time impossible because that imagines a world in which humans are alive in 14 billion years and like able to communicate with another universe. Right.
1: Possible mathematically unlikely on the scale of human life. Correct. Right.
0: (laughs) Correct. So I think level one and level three. Nope. (laughs) I think all except the ecperiodic theory are heavily in favor of the science of trying to define a ghost.
1: Does that make sense? Totally. Which,
0: again, I don't agree with and isn't my thing. But if you're somebody who are who's looking to define ghosts by a, a earthly scientific standard. um. Levels one, three, and four are, are helpful for
1: that. Right. And would you, which of these theories do you think is the most commonly invoked in the popular imagination to describe ghosts?
0: So I think the most common one people talk about is three. Um, I think level three and the idea that these um, multiple worlds are constantly superposed posed um, among one another and in one another and alongside one another Um really uh, is what paranormal scientists are referencing, even if they're not defining that as part of their understanding of the universe. That's the basis of their understanding of the universe that Mm -hmm. is able to, um, you know, that's able to be like fertile grounds for their other theories. Mm -hmm. And then I also think that there is a flavor of level one where people... A flavor of level one that involves the structure of level one that I just described and also the idea that light might not be the fastest thing on uh, in the universe. Right. So in that idea, it might be that there are parallel universes that can be experienced, accessed, messaged, perceived, not by light, which we currently, we quote unquote, as like general people who all went to public school or whatever and received a basic physics education, um, we accept light to be the fastest thing. That's why we Mm -hmm. use light years. It's why, you know, whatever. But if there was another force um, or another kind of wave that traveled much faster um, or could even travel without physical limitations of particles and waves, that that would be a way in which you could communicate with these other universes, even if they're more than 14 billion light years away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So using sort of like a bastardization of level one, where you also add something like whatever you would define the wavelength of the paranormal to be.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that the paranormal is somehow coming through, that the the, the paranormal is something that's coming through from other universes that we just don't understand because we insist that light is the thing that can be understood.
1: Right. So this refers back to something that we talked about last week, which is when we were talking about in a more general meta sense, science and paranormalism and where they intersect and where they differ. Mm -hmm. And this is very much a median point where you can say, well, ghosts are just something that science hasn't explained yet. This is very much an example yes. of that. This is like, well, here's one Excellent thing that we point. could use to explain ghosts. And it could be that we don't understand how these things are crossing over from other universes, but they are, mm-hmm. which is not the same as to say that something is crossing over from other dimensions. Am I getting that right? That's correct.
0: So dimensions and universes are not the same, even though in fiction and in conversation, they can colloquially be conflated to mean the experience of something coming from a place that you cannot understand, perceive, or quantify by your definitions or understandings of the world in that they are the same. However, they're very different when you get into these kind of nitty-gritty definitions. So a di- another dimension would be another entire quality of measurement that we are not able to understand. Right so currently axis. we – Exactly. So currently we tend to understand the fourth dimension as time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but not everyone agrees with that um, for various reasons. But yeah, another dimension would be something that's like – beyond unknowable much right. more unknowable than another universe right because
1: another universe theoretically looks like this it's just in uh right. in a different i mean in the bubble theory it's in a different location i mean in yeah a extreme in an extremely higher power way like a, you know yes. a different location in a way profoundly different than we imagine different locations on earth but still a different location Correct. whereas totally. this is to say that like you know talking about dimensions the first dimension is like two dots or like it's like a dot it's like a point point. and the second dimension mm-hmm. is like a line and it's a dimension where everything is lines and the third dimension is where everything is like circles or squares and mm-hmm. then there's a dimension where everything is fully three-dimensional and that's us where you can move mm-hmm. through space on multiple axes and you can move theoretically through time in one mm-hmm. direction but maybe that's part of why people reject it as a an
0: mm-hmm. axis
1: due to its directional nature um yes. So that would be one one reason. The fourth or fifth dimension, depending on where you come from, would be question mark, question mark, because it's unperceivable to us.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right, right. So the universe idea is that when someone dies, they are quantumly split, or whatever your explanation is, split, level three or level four, or level Mm -hmm. one, into a different universe. And that when we see them again, like a different, a different universe in the quantum sense. Mm-hmm. Like the dead cat or the alive cat. When the cat's dead, the cat goes mm-hmm. to the universe where the cat is dead. The person goes to the universe where the person is dead, but their spirit passes into that universe. And when we see them again, we are seeing the intersecting point of those universes. There's some kind of crossing over experience happening. Mm-hmm. But that's, even when we can't observe them, they exist in that universe. Mm-hmm and our ability to observe them in the quantum sense has an effect on whether they exist or not, but it doesn't our ability to perceive it is not the be all end all of it existing. And it's only when it's superposed on our universe that we're able to see them. Mm -hmm. Then the dimensions theory is that it's not just that we are crossing over with them for one brief point point but that they are always existing in a dimension that is unreachable and invisible to us. That's correct. So it's not that at a certain point they crossed over into a different universe, into a different version of events in the sort Mm -hmm. of timeline theory. It's that when you die, your soul or your spirit or your ghost or whatever enters some kind of wriggled up little fold in the vibes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) some kind of different axis or dimension And that axis and dimension is either, I think string theory is like, it's enfolded in these tiny pockets around us. But then other Mm -hmm. theories, it's just unperceivable and unimaginable to us. And Mm -hmm. when we see them again, it is them in some way crossing back into this dimension. Yes.
0: Or some might say that There's not so much a crossing back and forth between dimensions and universes, so much as a continuance of existence in universes that aren't this one. So when we experience Mm -hmm. them, we're experiencing that universe. So so the dimension of spirituality is its own dimension, just as the three dimensions and the dimension of quote unquote time are dimensions. And when you die, your physical body might decay in these three dimensions, but that doesn't mean that your impact in the fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth dimension is at all diminished or decaying, or maybe it's just 14 billion light years late to the game, and it will eventually. <laughs> um, and so when we experience one of those other dimensions, we experience a person who. We experience the impact of a person who might be dead in the physical dimension. Right.
1: But they're not dead in the spirit dimension or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Or
0: there's another parallel universe, parallel, quote unquote, or there's another world or universe in which when you die, you take on another form and then you might experience that universe's other form of that person, which doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that that form is in our universe. It just means that it's... We're experiencing one of those superpositions of interacting right. with that universe.
1: Right.
0: Which honestly holds water for me, as much as I hate physics and <laughs> laws of science and science and don't believe in science, it holds water for me that there would be a dimension that we aren't necessarily aware that we're experiencing, but we are experiencing. Like, totally. That goes along with the theory of sort of the sixth sense which I just spat all over my microphone, but everyone's familiar sort of with the idea of a sixth sense, which is that you're sensing something. So that would go right along with these ideas of there being another dimension that science has not recognized yet. That um, is the form and function of the supernatural.
1: Right. That makes complete sense to me. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I, com- it, I find it intelligible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it.
1: So, for an explanation, what do you th- – like – and I I don't mean this to be blasphemous or anything. I mean this in the most kind of investigating the social conception of possible.
0: I love blaspheming. Blasphemy, blasphemy. I love <laughs> to blaspheme.
1: <laughs> no, I just mean like – I know this is something that they think about and talk about in theology, but like mm-hmm. how do you – within this conception what about the idea of like heaven
0: what about god yeah oh uh what about heaven so really
1: good question um like basically what i'm saying is like or the afterlife right so like Mm -hmm. the idea that there is a specific place that people go when they die how do we understand that in the context of these theories okay
0: so the first way would be similar to what I just said, which is that it's a place you always are. And once you have exited all other places or died in all other places, you now only are in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the like, most straightforward. And um, but um, what you described earlier, this idea of moving from one world or universe into another, I think it more aligns with the sort of theological concept of heaven and hell, these um, other planes that you enter. Um, and so the way I think you might talk about that in this context would be in theory, 2.5, level 2.5, which is the ekpyrotic, the non-inflation level two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be an idea that maybe there are these three brains of three-dimensional space three or four or five or six or seven and that some of these brains are heaven and hell so there are moments when there is a, a collision or a superposition of the brain of earth and the brain of heaven and that would be a time which you could move from earth to heaven. And actually, I think that aligns pretty well with the idea of, um, you know, spiritual rites of passage into the mm-hmm. afterlife, um, which has been something that is, you know, common across all of human theological history i mean the greek classics the river styx um you know uh, the egyptian functions of like these massive burial chambers um And here we talked about graveyards and cemeteries. So the idea that you would need to be buried in um, the graveyard of a church so you could be close to the saint, and that there would need to be these sort of proper rites that send you off into the afterlife, I think, actually are pretty good... um, I think they align well with the idea that you have to invoke these sort of collisions of the two worlds in order to pass from one into the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I think the magic of those rights come in, because while we can't, while we can affect things physically, the only way you can affect sort of the transition between two universe would be to act magically upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say that, I mean, That you are doing something that not in the inherent physical quality of itself changes your relationship to the other universe, but instead in your intent and effort changes Mm -hmm. your relationship to the other universe. Right. So that would be my guess.
1: That's a beautiful definition of magical rights. Yeah.
0: I would love to talk to somebody who believes in heaven and hell and believes in multiple worlds or parallel universe theories um would absolutely if you know anyone listeners of the podcast who is an avid study uh, an avid student of faith and also an avid student of physics and could come on and talk about the physics of transitioning to heaven or hell i'd be very interested
1: in that i wonder if we could get like someone from the school in the pod right regardless um i know that would be really nice okay um in conclusion in wrap up in finale, in total, I think that there's it's something all... there's something very profoundly beautiful about the about these ideas, um, mm-hmm. and kind of almost like delicate about them. In that, if you yeah. hold them in your mind in a certain light, in a certain direction, they make a lot of things that currently are inexplicable make sense and line up in a way that I find really mm-hmm. special and gorgeous but they're also so theoretical that it stretches my brain a little bit to wrap around how it could be that like a woman seeing the ghost of her mother in the house she grew up in is an example of string theory. You know what I mean? Like they're both so delicate and beautiful and also Mm -hmm. so disparate (laughs) that it's, it's hard for me to hold both of them in my head at once. Um, but I really appreciate the explanations that you've been giving because I feel like they're, they've crystallized a lot of it for me.
0: I hope so. <laughs> I mean, this is just like, I don't know. I, I i think it's really beautiful. I think the idea of parallel universes, I mean, for a long time, I believed in parallel universes and the multiple worlds like model. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I did is because I felt like it was addressing an experience that couldn't be explained by the science that I was being told was true. And I think that's still really beautiful about it. And I have no interest in like disparaging it, even though it's not something I believe anymore.
1: Totally. Can I read you a quote from the Brothers Karamazov to close? Yes. Yes. I have a Euclidean earthly mind, and how could I solve problems that are not of this world? And I advise you never to think about it either, my dear Alyosha, especially about God, whether he exists or not. All such questions are utterly inappropriate for a mind created with an idea of only three dimensions. I think that's a really funny quote. It's the exact opposite of what we're doing, but it's from a character who's a a total rascal. But I think the idea that questions of God are uh, inappropriate for a mind created with an idea of only three dimensions is exactly the problem that you hit upon when you get to these conceptions of other dimensions versus other universes. Mm -hmm. That for our minds, which only exist in this space, the possibility of us understanding what is beyond our understanding can only be theorized as unintelligible. beautiful episode beautiful episode thank you guys
0: so much for joining us um, I hope you've enjoyed this sort of like string theory for dummies episode <laughs>
1: string theory for dummies by dummies
0: <laughs> yeah for dummy. we the dummies <laughs> um <laughs> um next week by which I mean in two weeks so this episode is coming out the first Friday of February mm-hmm. so the third Friday of February we're going to be wrapping up this little series about the I guess physical theories of ghosts um, and that's when we're going to get into the the hot shots, ectoplasm and ghostbusters and stuff so mm-hmm. I know these have been a little a little a little heady and self-indulgent but we're gonna get back to it Uh, and then after that I'm not sure what we're gonna do so
1: send your ideas in if anybody has a burning urge to be on or they have a question let us know via the usual channels if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how to get in touch with us how did you find this and welcome and I'm (laughs) so excited that you're here bro yeah
0: my twitter is at gone
1: catfishing so you can find me my email is uh I'll give it my Oh the wow, show. really? Yeah.
0: You're going to leave that on the show? Yeah. No, delete okay, it. Okay, yeah.
1: No, beep it out, beep it out. Beep it out. <laughs> okay. My address is.
0: Yeah. No, that's perfect because that'll be the fade out, is when we're laughing. <laughs> You're like, no, actually beep it out. <laughs>